the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at PastorScott at KKLA.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. And now, here's Pastor Scott. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Always good to be with you on this fine day. 888-528-2557 is the number. 888-528-2557. Kaiser Permanente Workers are on strike. This is the second day of their strike. I want to talk about that here in just a second. And has it affected you or maybe you're in the healthcare industry? And I'm wondering, you know, how's it going? Do you Maybe you don't work for Kaiser, but you relate a little bit. And uh, we'd like to hear your thoughts about this. 888-528-2557. I'll get back to that in a second, but I'm just curious because I'm here in the uh, the studio and I share the studio with uh, the Morning Answer that is a program that's on uh, our sister station, AM 870, in the morning. That's why they call it the morning answer. And uh, I should end the show like with the afternoon question, and then they could answer it in the morning answer. But uh, there's a call on here from Dink, Dink in Las Vegas. He has been on hold for six hours and 23 minutes. Uh, I'm just going to click on that here, uh, Jose, and just see if he's there, because I feel bad for the man. Uh, He's there. Uh, No, he disconnected. That's good to know. Uh, Apparently, he wanted to talk about how crazy the drivers are in Nevada. You know, I guess so. You know, I don't know. I've I've mostly just driven through Nevada, you know, like on the way to uh, other states. And that is something you learn about Nevada, that uh, you when you drive through the state of Nevada, something that you do learn is why nobody seemed to have a problem when the federal government dropped nuclear bombs on it in the 50s. Nobody cared. That was OK. Anyway, uh, en- enough of the Nevada jokes. Back to uh, drag to back to California, where we're we're. We're dropping uh, figurative nuclear bombs on everything. 888-528-2557 is the number. 888-528-2557. All right. Kaiser Permanente workers uh, went on strike around the country in uh, states where they have Kaiser. And that happened yesterday. Has it affected you? Have you been to the doctor lately, ER or hospital? I don't have a doctor. I was talking yesterday on the show how I lost my wallet. One of the things in my wallet is my health card. Should I be worried about that? Can people like go to the doctor as me? I, mean, I don't know how that works, but uh, I haven't picked a doctor since I moved up here a long time ago, and I haven't been to the hospital uh, in a while. I've been to several urgent cares with the boys, and uh, even uh, Christy's been there a couple of times. I went into urgent care once last year because I had I had something, but they couldn't figure it out. They tested me for everything. They tested me for the COVID. They tested me for the uh, what's that other disease that's going around. Uh, uh, the lung one, and they tested me for flu. I didn't have anything, but I was sick. Uh, anyway, 888-528-2557. Here is uh, some of the Kaiser workers on strike in the picket line today. They're getting a small taste of what we have to deal with every single day. I want our patients to know that we are doing this for them. We are fighting hard for them because we need more people to do the job. Kaiser says there's been a lot of progress in negotiations. The unions say there's been some, but they are still far apart on major issues. So it's a big deal. I think when you see, when you go to a hospital and you see hospital workers not working, 
you know, protesting and doing your, I imagine that there are surgeries postponed and other procedures postponed, you know, life-threatening stuff I'm sure is still going on. You know, they're taking care of people like they normally would. Uh, but this is a big deal. And I think it's deeper because I think what we're seeing with these strikes, not just the one at uh, Kaiser, but the auto worker strike that's going on, and we just had the uh, the writer strike settled. There's other strikes. There's other reasons for it, but the I think we're going to see a whole lot more, and it is a lesson on why our entire economy is connected. Th- these are things I think we need to understand. The reason we need to understand this is because we do have a role to play whenever elections come around, whenever we hear people talk about policies that are coming from governments or other stuff. I'll give you a couple things here uh, as I go through this that I think are worth noting for how things actually work. Um, This work stoppage for Kaiser has uh, covered about 75,000 employees at the largest nonprofit healthcare system, uh, Kaiser. And uh, it's the largest strike, uh, healthcare strike in U.S. history. And uh, according to the unions, coalition of different unions who are leading it, California, Oregon, Washington, Colorado, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. And also they've been joined by nurses and radiologists and x-ray technicians and ultrasound sonographers and uh, others who are on those picket lines. So the contract ended on September 30th. The law limits how long they can strike. So this is only going to be three days. And you can understand that. So there's a federal law that says that healthcare workers can't strike for more than a certain period of time. And it's just a couple of days. So that's what's going to happen. But they're trying to make a point. And there's a couple of things that are really big here. One of them is staffing shortages, that there's just not enough people, that workers are saying that it is unsafe. That's not a word you want to hear. Right When you go to the doctor, what are some words that you want to hear from your, your team? You don't want to hear the conditions around here are unsafe. You don't want to hear that. That's not what I want to hear when I go to the doctor. You ever hear that? Some crazy talk from uh, <laughs> at, uh, at the doctor's office? I've heard some weird stuff before, I'll tell you that. Uh, but uh, I don't recall ever hearing that. And they're afraid that it is hurting patient care, which I think it would. And that's one of the arguments. Um, The staffing shortage I find interesting, particularly in light of the fact that Kaiser itself fired thousands of people for not taking the vaccine last year. And that's got to be a big part of it, right? How can there be – I seem to know a lot of people, at least going into the medical profession on the nursing end of it or on, uh, you know, x-ray techs and that side. Maybe there's not as many doctors, but I would think that's a desirable profession. And I I would think that – that's something that should be growing. Is it not too long ago? I thought there were too many of those people. I thought if you were a nurse, for example, that it might be hard to get a job. But apparently there's a shortage and it's probably uh, because you fired everybody because they wouldn't take uh, the vaccine. Some people are getting hired back. I don't know if that's the case with Kaiser. A friend of mine was fired by another health organization. And in her case, she got the vaccine. She got the first two shots and then the first booster, but she refused the second booster. And she was somebody who was working in the middle of the the COVID with all the people with the serious COVID. She had to put a spacesuit on and do all that every day. She got COVID herself a couple of times. She got the shots and all of that. But then she didn't want the second booster, and they fired her for that. Now, because of their in there, I just I just caught up with her a couple of weeks ago at uh, an event where I saw her, and I was glad to hear. I asked her how it's going because I'm really curious because she ended up with no job. So you go to school to become a nurse and you do all the things you got to do. You get yourself a uh, a pretty good job 
and then you say, you know what, I don't see the medical benefit for me taking this thing that a lot of people in this profession happen to agree with. And uh, we're not talking about even the first round, right? This is well into, you know, a year and a half later. And uh, they let her go. And uh, I was glad to hear that they hired her back. She said, yeah, they're secretly hiring us back. <laughs> so, you know, maybe that's the case for uh, some of the shortages. And if you were somebody who was laid off because of uh, not getting the vaccine in the healthcare industry, you should uh, check it out. Maybe they don't care as much as they used to, if you even want that back. I, I thought maybe she's going to do something else. She ended up doing a couple of missionary trips, actually, in the meantime, uh, as a nurse. Because I'll tell you what, when you're, when you're sick, you're probably not going to ask your doctor or your nurse, you know, about their... Uh, you know, their own health regimen. You just want your help at that moment. All right, 888-528-2557 is the number. This is the Pastor Scott Show, 888-528-2557. So one of the issues in the strike is the shortages, and uh, there's another issue, too. Listen to this striker. We have seen um, our pregnant women have to wait an extra time, either in labor observation, waiting for a room in labor and delivery, because they're not turning around fast enough. Well, well, you have to work for about the, for, for, for people at the same time. It's very hard to, to actually care for a patient. It's very difficult to be safe. The unions are calling it one of the largest health care strikes in U.S. history, exactly three days long because federal law prohibits such strikes from going on indefinitely. Workers say Kaiser isn't doing enough to hire more workers and isn't paying enough to help them keep up with inflation. Before we could we could afford, you know, going to the market, $300, you would have a full refrigerator. Right now, you go to the market, the same amount of money, you bring milk and eggs. Wow, that's uh, that's quite a statement there, and that's a big deal. Now, I think that's behind a lot of the strikes. It certainly is. And I'm sympathetic to the idea that people who are going out on strike or as part of these things, you know, they're asking for a lot of money. I'm not sure what they're ultimately going to do with the, the Kaiser people, but the auto workers are getting hit because they're asking for a 40% raise. And uh, that's probably a bit much. But here's the thing I think that we have to to realize is happening over the last few years. Just in the last two and a half years, since January of 2021, so just coming up out of the COVID, inflation has gone up 17%. 17%. See, that, I get to be, so the 40% for the auto workers, I don't know, that, that that might be a little much, although inflation is still going up, right, in the way those contracts are negotiated. It's, you know, over a period of time, and they haven't had one for a while. But if you, if inflation's gone up 17%, that means you're getting paid 17% less. Am I doing the math right? I think so. Essentially, everything costs 17%. So like that guy was saying, you used to go and spend $300 at the store and have a full refrigerator. Now you just have milk and eggs. He probably has more than just milk or eggs. You got to buy a lot of milk and eggs for $300. I buy a lot of milk and eggs. I got two boys, 14 and 11. There's a lot of milk and eggs. In fact, when I go to uh, the Costco, I go into that freezer, you know, that that walk-in refrigerator, and uh, I get a lot of milk probably every week. I go through maybe four gallons of milk, depending on how much cereal we eat, and I try to keep a bunch of eggs. It's not $300, but it's a lot more than it used to be, a lot. And my bill coming out of there, and all we get, by the way, we do a lot of the stuff at regular grocery stores because Christy's very good at, uh, hey, these things are cheaper at Costco, but these things are not. You know, little tip, uh, you know, the, the prepared meals that they have there, uh, they're not cheap. They're actually very, very expensive. You could make those a lot cheaper on your own uh, just by buying the, the stuff. But the dairy's not too bad. So we get the dairy and stuff like, like that there. 
it's so much more expensive. It's hard to get out of there without spending uh, two or three hundred dollars for our family. When I used to only spend maybe a hundred, hundred fifty, and that's it. It's a seventeen percent. So prices have risen so much faster than wages in most places. Uh, here's here's what's interesting too. You got to be careful about what gets reported because there's a lot of political spin on it. Okay. Uh, prices have risen much faster over these last couple of years than wages. And all of us are demonstrably poorer than we used to be, depending on how much of a raise you might have had. Okay, so uh, if your weekly paycheck might be $230 bigger, it's buying $100 less. That's significant, right? It's the, it's if you're, you know, annual it's as if your annual income is reduced by $5,200. That's what that inflation rate has done. So if you had a raise in the last two and a half years of $4,000, so you're getting paid $4,000 more than you used to get paid, you're still making $1,200 less. That's what we're feeling, right? That's the economy we're feeling. And the healthcare workers are feeling this. The doctors and nurses and the guy who takes your x-ray picture and the guy who you know uh, does all of that stuff. I imagine it's uh, – I'm not sure how many people are covered by that union, if it's everybody who works there, cafeteria lady and you know everybody, or is it uh, just uh, certain healthcare workers. But regardless, every one of them, it's hard, and it's hard where you are. I feel like we've got to have a better grip on – on these things, because for most people, just getting along, buying food and buying gas and the things that you need to do regular life, when those prices go up as they have, uh, it is it, – it hurts. And these are our, our neighbors. These are the people that we know. These are the people that we sit next to in church, and it has an impact. You know, as a, as a pastor, I can tell you, you know, these things impact the offering, and it impacts the church. You know, your church probably – Unless you got some kind of satellite deal, right? You're not. You're probably not paying that much for your staff. You're probably underpaying most of them, especially in California. It just for most churches that's the case. And your youth guy, your children's director, she just took a 17 percent pay cut in the last two and a half years. Do you know that? Because of inflation, that it affects every single job, every single person. Uh, nearly uh, every every month in the last uh, year and a half. Two and a half years, we are losing money. So that's a big part behind these these strikes that are going on. It is a you know at some point wages have to increase at least along with inflation. Otherwise, you're always going to run into this problem. You're always going to run into it. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven is the number. This is the Pastor Scott Show. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. You can call now. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. Uh, Kaiser spokesperson Hillary Casa. We're talking about the uh, Kaiser healthcare strike. Does it, has it affected you? Have you had a a procedure that was uh, postponed? Has it affected you somehow? Uh, it's only three days, so probably not too bad, uh, and that's good. Uh, Kaiser spokesperson Hillary Casa said in a statement to Wednesday that she emailed out that there are several possible agreements. One of them is across-the-board wage increases in all markets over the next four years. Okay, you have to do that. You're going to have to do that. Now, who pays for that, by the way? Uh, you and I do. Everybody pays for that. Your insurance pays for that. Insurance, you know, health insurance is skyrocketing too. It also depends on whose spin you want to believe. But over the past 10 years, health care has gone up 50-something percent. That's incredible. Um, you know, Obamacare had some things in it that worked pretty well. You know, there's certain things that had to be done that uh, I think aren't really bad. You know, the COBRA thing is a big deal. If you ever lose your health care from your employer and you're going to the next job and they put you on COBRA, 
effectively it's expensive, but you you pay whatever that employer was paying is what I understand. Um, but Cobra used to be outrageously expensive. You would pay through your own wallet far more than what your, whatever your insurance uh, your your employer was actually paying for you if you were between jobs. It was really terrible. So that was a good thing about that bill and other stuff. But one of the things it was supposed to do was lower costs or keep costs uh, tame. That has not worked. Uh, it is very, very expensive uh, now. And that, once again, pushes up everything else. Uh, there's a whole bunch of other things, you know, for different uh, people. But here's one I thought that was interesting. The Kaiser, this is for healthcare, offering minimum wages. What do you think the minimum wage ought to be uh, uh, for healthcare? Jose, are you able to tell me what, uh, what do you think the minimum wage ought to be for, uh, let's say, uh, your healthcare workers, not your doctors and stuff, but your nurses and your, your hospital staff? What should it be? In this world today, minimum wage. Okay, so that's what that's what you that's that's where they placed it. Okay, yeah, twenty three dollars an hour in California and twenty one dollars an hour everywhere else because it is cheaper. I bet it's still a better deal, and I bet that twenty one dollars is worth more in Oregon than the twenty three dollars is in oh, yeah, in far. California. I mean, you have to live in Oregon. That's a whole other thing. Uh, but here's what here's what I'm getting at with that. This doesn't seem right to me. You tell me if you think this is right. We just Governor Gavin Governor Governor Gavin Gavin Newsom just made a deal where in California fast food workers are going to get twenty bucks an hour. So I don't know what <laughs> where the healthcare worker is who's making twenty one dollars an hour. But you make a lousy dollar an hour more than uh, the person who's uh, making your uh, Big Mac over at the McDonald's. That doesn't seem right. I don't think that's sustainable. Right, one way or the other, the that is not a Big Mac. Is what? The stress is less making a Big Mac. The stress is less making a Big Mac. Although I don't know now. Now they're judging you in the fast food business about how it looks, and if it doesn't look like the picture up on the screen, then uh, you're going to get sued. Uh, that's like the Burger King people getting sued because the Whopper just looks better on the menu than it does when you actually get the the thing. I just I just don't understand that lawsuit. But uh, that's the way it is. So maybe there's more stress to it than we thought. But think about that. So minimum wage for fast food workers in California will be $20 and uh, $23 uh, for working in healthcare. Maybe that begins with the cafeteria person as the same job. I, I would feel like it's a, it's a little bit different job working in a hospital cafeteria. Maybe being a pastor, I've spent too much time in hospital cafeterias. I used to be able to tell you, uh, you know, which ones are really good and which ones are really not. Um, but you know, there's a lot of emotion going on in the hospital cafeteria that is different. Some people are there and there, there's just a lot of anxiety with the customers. And I think that's why there's a lot of comfort food. I always think that's funny that, uh, some of the most unhealthy food you can get is in the hospital cafeteria. But I imagine you, uh, you keep your customers coming in, you know, because of that. Anyway, that's a that's an interesting thing. So three dollars, that's the difference in minimum wage, three dollars an hour. So six thousand dollars a year, roughly, between working at fast food and working at Kaiser Hospital. I don't think that's gonna work. I think I think people are I just I just don't think that's that's the right way. And and if you work at the hospital, if you're somewhere in the medical care part of it, right, you gotta pay some of you have to pay for some kind of malpractice insurance, right? And you probably have student loans you're paying for. I bet the uh, Big Mac maker's not paying off too many student loans yet. Um, and I say yet because they might get into that later. I did a wedding once between both of them were anesthesiologists. And between the two of them, they had something like $400,000 of student loan debt. 
That's huge debt, incredible debt. I was, you know, and whenever I did the premarital counseling, you know, getting the the debt dealt with was one of the things we really worked on because I know that's a big stressor for everybody and certainly a stress in the marriage. And it's really bad, you know, if uh, and this was the case in, in my marriage where I came into the marriage with a lot of debt and Christy came into the marriage and had never heard that word before. She didn't know what debt was until she married me. <laughs> we have no debt now, but it was uh, it was a stressor for us. She married me anyway, so, uh, you know, good for her. But anyway, they, they had $400,000 in student loan. They lived in a tiny one-bedroom apartment scraping by because they just wanted to pay them off. Now, if you're an anesthesiologist, you're getting paid a lot. So they'll, I'm sure they're going to make those payments, and they probably by now have paid that off. Uh, but it's a big deal. This, these are just different things that are going on that, you know, I feel like we should know about it because in the church and maybe even just where you are at your workplace or other stuff, how aware are we of what other people might be going through, of burdens they might be carrying? You might be thinking, oh, you work for, for Kaiser or you work for some hospital system. You must make a lot of money. And then you find out they only make $3 an hour more than the, uh, the person making your Whopper. Uh, the person uh, filling out your uh, your your Jack in the Box tacos for a buck forty nine, those are those are pretty good. You ever have those, Jose? They can't be good for you though. Yes, they <laughs> anyway. have. Yeah, buck forty nine. They used to be ninety nine cents. Speaking of inflation, they've gone up thirty three percent in the last couple of years. That's terrible. It is it is a terrible terrible thing. I wonder how many of those I just sold for for Jack in the Box just because I said that. That, you know, I, I bet that's really possible. Some of you right now, you're in your cars going, you know what? I haven't had those tacos since. It's a Super Bowl ad. It's like the Super Bowl ad. But th- those things work too. You know, why do you have ads for Coke and Pepsi? Doesn't everybody, isn't everybody kind of aware and they, they, they don't even do the Pepsi challenge anymore, right? Everybody has a, has a choice, but they spend millions of dollars and they say it increases their sales. They say it's totally worth it. All right, 888-528-2557. This is the Pastor Scott Show. And uh, we're talking about uh, the economy and healthcare and other stuff. If you have been affected by these strikes, you can give me a call, 888-528-2557. When we come back, uh, I'd love to hear your advice on how to find a doctor. Like, how do you do that in today's world? 888-528-2557 is the number you can call now. This is the Pastor Scott Show. You can follow us on social media. Just look for at Pastor Scott Show, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can get our podcast wherever you get the podcast. Just look for the Pastor Scott Show in your podcast app. We'll be back as the Thursday edition continues. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. Pastor Scott Show, 888-528-2557 is the number. 888-528-2557 is the number. Talking about the uh, Kaiser healthcare strike, but uh, in a bigger picture, the reasons that many people maybe strike and the differences in how inflation has affected what people are being paid today, I think we're going to see a lot of strikes and a lot of uh, moving around here pretty soon because especially as inflation's going back up, gas prices are what six fifty now in uh, Southern California, most places. Uh, that affects everything, including your eggs. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. Jocelyn in Culver City, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor Scott. Um, I have, I'm happy to be on your show. Yeah. Um, I just want to say about the strike um, that I find it a little bit curious and a little bit. Uh, discouraging that you're speaking about the fast food workers as if 
they um, are not important. Um, what they do, they earn what they can, and they do what they do. They're not hospital workers, but they do. They are a significant. Do you feel like? Uh, do you feel like what I was getting at? If people didn't hear it in the last uh, segment, the fast food workers are going to have a minimum wage of twenty dollars an hour, and healthcare workers at Kaiser are right now looking at maybe twenty-three dollars an hour. And so what I was getting at is the difference in those two jobs. Do you feel like that's a big enough that that, that is going to make sense, that there's that healthcare workers and fast food workers are on the same plane? No, I don't, but I don't think it's fair to disparage the So you felt like I was disparaging the fast food worker in general? I do. Oh, okay. I appreciate that. <laughs> you know, we talked about the fast food deal uh, last week uh, on one of the days. And, you know, I think that paying people a better wage is good. My my difficulty with it is that if all the prices just go up, then what it turns out is that even though you're making, you go from 15 to $20 an hour, you see that as a 25% raise. But if your expenses go up 30%, then you're actually getting paid less. Or in the fast food world, what is go- happening already is they're going to replace you with computers, with machines. And so you're... you're I, I appreciate that. You know, I just don't think between a fast food worker and a hospital worker should be um, disrespectful. Okay, well, I appreciate that. I don't mean to disrespect anybody. I think that there is, and uh, thank you for your call. I was suggesting, though, that that the healthcare workers, it's going to be an interesting thing to think that they get paid almost the same as a fast food worker. I don't, I don't disrespect you if you're at fast food. I'm glad that you're there, but it's not the same, right? If I had to pick, you know, one of those two things as a career, you'd pick the healthcare worker, I think, right? Or if one had to go away, you'd, you'd keep the healthcare worker. That's, that's the way it is. I, I don't think that that means you're not a valuable person, but most people, unless you get into management or something, you're not going to make a career in health, in uh, fast food. Uh, you're not. But if you are in the healthcare industry, I think you're more than likely to at least be looking at the idea that this is a, a career and you're going to have to find a place to live. That's that's one of the things, too. In Southern California, it's um, the 20 bucks an hour, $23 an hour. That's probably not enough, uh, at least in metropolitan areas, to uh, live without a roommate or without some other kind of arrangement. That's just a reality. 888-528-2557. That's also part of the problem, right? Part of the problem is if people aren't paid enough to actually live in the area where the job is, whatever it is, well, they're not going to keep that job. They're going to leave. And then the company's going to leave. And in the healthcare area, one of the issues is not just the pay. It is the uh, shortage of employees and the long waits that you have to have. Big deal. It's a huge deal. 888-528-2557 is the number. Ray in Lake Forest, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Well, I'm a first-time listener and a first-time caller. All right, Ray, I'm going to give you the the fanfare. Thank you for calling, Ray. Uh, I I don't agree with what the previous caller said. I don't think you're being disparaging to the fast food workers. But I do remember... uh, uh, several years back when the fast food wage was uh, contemplating, you know, going to $15 an hour. And my immediate thought was, oh, my gosh, that by itself is going to cause inflation. Yes. Now, I'm sure I'm sure it didn't by itself, but that's nuts because and, and of course, many of us have heard this before. A fast food job is not meant to be a, 
you know, you're half or, or certainly not all of a household income. Fast food jobs are supposed to be, you know, high school kids, college kids and whatnot, you know, apart from the managers, uh, earning a living uh, or not a living, earning, spending money and, and whatnot. But but raising the wages to $15 an hour, I remember thinking, oh, my gosh, what cascading effect is that going to have? Now, certainly um, that that couldn't have caused all the inflation problems we're seeing now, I, I, I admit. But um, $20 an hour, oh, my gosh. Have you have you driven through fast food and tried to get a hamburger or a, a you know? A oh meal? yeah, I've got uh, I've got kids. If you go, person. oh yeah, it, you can go drive through someplace with. Uh, I've got two kids. The four of us go. If we all got a drink, right, a drink and uh, one of the meals or whatever, it can be fifty to sixty bucks. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it, that that by itself is is nuts. Um, I my wife owns a a, a, a preschool, a Montessori preschool. And she's paying her her teachers, um, you know, what what we think is a a good wage. And then we keep saying to ourselves, oh, my gosh, the fast food workers are making almost as much as they are, much like these Kaiser employees that you speak of. It's 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 damaging. Well, and I worry (laughs) that that and I worry for the fast food workers who need that job, whatever their situation is. You know, what I think is that they're not getting a raise to $20. I think their new pay will be $0 because they have fry flippers and and robots. There's already McDonald's operating that are completely robot-driven. I've seen – I was traveling uh, back to the Midwest to check on some uh, some things and uh, happened upon a a McDonald's in Indiana. And uh, sure enough, there was all – uh, you know, monitors and touchscreens and whatnot. And there were like, you know, six people in the entire building. Yeah. Serving it's, me the food. You know, it is, that's something I think that, and that's... Price yourself out of the market. It's one of the things that I am, one of the reasons I bring these things up is I think we, as a culture, have lost the the basic idea of how a marketplace works. And mm-hmm. in that it's, I understand, and I agree with the the notion that a full-time job should be enough to pay you enough to live somewhere. You should be able to pay the rent somewhere. Maybe you need to have a roommate or something, and it's getting out of control in California. It definitely is. I'm going to split hairs with you. Not every full-time job okay. should be a living wage. So even so, like a you know, Burger jobs. King employee you don't think should, should be a living wage. But I, I get the... Job. Yeah, I get the yeah. added the yeah. the reasoning behind it. It's just that the solution of just paying people more doesn't make sense mathematically. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It, it, it creates, yeah, too much. Also, I want to I want to say that uh, after scrolling through radio channels uh, and the one right before I landed on yours was talking about the decline in, you know, people practicing religion and so on and so forth. And then I, I happened upon your channel, had no idea that you were a pastor, just listening to your speaking. Uh, refreshing and, and, and pastors like you, sh- Hopefully, we'll bring people back into religion. Well, thank you, Ray. Appreciate it. We enjoy our show, and we talk about issues of the day from a Christian perspective here on the Pastor Scott Show. So thanks for listening. We're, uh, you're, not, you're in uh, Lake Forest. Are you listening on 99.5 FM? I am. Okay. I am. KKLA. Thanks for taking my call. Check us out. Thank you for calling, Ray. 888-528-2557. This is the Pastor Scott Show. See, and these these things are... It's part of the chaos, I think, in our society, where there's this 
this notion that it's just that money, you know, the old saying is that money grows on trees, right? But that's something you teach your kids. You say to your child who wants everything that you see at the supermarket or you go to Walmart or whatever, oh, can I have this? Can I have this? Can I have this? Why not? Why not? Why not? Well, money doesn't grow on trees. You know, I explained to one of my my sons who said I, he was willing to buy his own cell phone if he could have one. Because we're not letting it. A 14-year-old has an old one now. Uh, the 11-year-old, there's no way. And he would never leave it. You know, his personality is that'll be glued to his face forever. So uh, we say no. And he said, well, I'll buy it. And I'll say, well, it's not just buying the phone. It's, it's how much it costs every month. You got to buy the service. You know, he doesn't know about that. Well, that's fine. That's what you teach kids. And you teach kids about that kind of thing. And some, some parent somewhere at one point said, well, you know, money doesn't grow on trees. And it's stuck, right? I think, though, that somehow we've lost that lesson that as a society, we think money grows on trees. If you don't buy that, then look at the national debt, $33 trillion. It's, it's, in, it's impossible to comprehend that much money. There's something, uh, I, I read this um, person who was talking about that. He was some kind of uh, you know numbers whiz or mathematician. And what he was saying is that the reason psychologically that the debt has gone out of control is because once it reached over a trillion dollars, which was a long time ago, 30 years ago, I think, um, people's brains can't comprehend that much money. You start to lose the ability even to comprehend a billion dollars. The Our brains just don't wrap their mind about it. So that's why I give this statistic out sometimes, is that if you spent $44 million, million dollars, $44 million every single day, every day, if you spent $44 million and you did so every day for 2,023 years. You did so every day since the birth of Christ, since the birth of Jesus. And I know it's give or take four years, okay? But just since, you know, for, since the birth of Christ, if you spent $44 million a day, you still will not have spent the national debt of just the United States. That doesn't even include the consumer debt and doesn't include the debts that other countries have. That's, that is so hard to comprehend. Some of you right now are taking out your calculator. You got to turn it sideways or have a fancy calculator to even do that big of a number. And I, every time I say it, I go back and I have to even say to myself, that can't be right. $44 million every single day since the birth of Christ, since the Roman Empire, since all of us guys think about the Roman Empire apparently all the time. How many of you think about the Roman Empire every day, guys? And how many of you think about the Inland Empire? Some of you do. Uh, $44 million a day, and it's still not the national debt. And most of our national debt has been accumulated just in the last 30 years. In fact, in fact, the most of it, uh, it doubles uh, about every eight years, the last, uh, just in the last couple of decades. It is out of control. And one of the reasons it might be out of control is because we can't comprehend it. And somewhere we've decided that money actually does grow on trees. We, we've got to get smarter than that because it hurts all of us. And it especially hurts like the fast food worker who is making the lowest amount probably. They're the ones who get hurt the most when the gas goes up to $6.50. They're the ones who get hurt the most when there is uh, additional energy taxes that everybody pays. You know, when the gas price goes up, it's annoying to everybody. Some people feel it a little bit. It means they don't go out to eat or they don't go to Starbucks. They cut back somewhere. But for some of you, the gas price right now at six fifty and seven dollars, you're thinking I'm not going to be able to keep my job because I can't afford the gas. That's how significant it is. 
And we've, that's why it matters that we think about the actual impact of minimum wage, the actual impact of gas taxes, the actual impact of you know, any tax on a utility or something that everybody has to buy. The, the price of things, inflation, those things matter and they hurt the ones of us who are struggling the most. This is the Pastor Scott Show. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. We'll be back as the Pastor Scott Show continues. You can follow us on social media. Just look for at Pastor Scott Show. We'll be right back as the Thursday edition continues. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com. Or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. Pastor Scott Show. Great to be with you today. We're on each and every day from 3 to 5 right here on this station. You can follow us at on social media. Just look for at Pastor Scott Show. The number is 888-528-2557. We've been talking about the economy, things that we need to know, that money does not grow on trees, but we seem to think that it does. 888-528-2557. Javier, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor Scott. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Good, good news on your wallet. Hopefully you found it. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday I talked about I lost my wallet. Nope. Have not found it. I am in the process of canceling all the stuff. Okay. So on, on the topic of the day, uh, going back to your point, um, I think that you know, this generation feels entitled uh, to, you know, uh, get some sort of pay that it's outrageous they don't want to work for you know work hard for the money and i feel like the administration currently in place is uh gladly just giving out the handouts on what people ask for so that's just my point of view on this on this topic yeah do you think it's entitlement or is it uh i mean certainly there's entitlement but uh is it or is it education have we failed in the last couple of generations actually last 40 or 50 years, have we failed to teach just basic economics? And that's what's leading up to these expectations that people have today. I think definitely it goes to education. You know, our schools now, they're not, you know, they're not the greatest in the in California district. In the Ventura district or any other district, I think uh, we're failing our kids as far as education goes. And I think it goes down to the administration. You know, it's, it's, it's something's got to change. Something has to change. All right, Javier, thanks for calling. 888-528-2557. You know, we have been doubling the national debt for a long time. I like to go to presidential libraries and, you know, and I'm the guy, you may not want to go with me unless you like to go through everything. Like when I take my family to a vacation, we go into, to a, to a uh, museum, we take two cars because I'm going to read every plaque and watch every video. And so I watched in the Jimmy Carter Library Museum in Atlanta, Georgia one time, debates from 1976 between Jimmy Carter and Gerald Ford. And they were lamenting the federal deficit that was something like $50 million. That's it. And this year's federal deficit will be over $2.2 billion, billion with a B dollars. It's just not even close. But even back then in the 70s, they knew, wow, we're really overspending. This is, this is not good. And uh, that was such a tiny amount of money, even even when you include inflation and, and everything else in the federal budget. It's just so, we are just in so much trouble because of that today. And I think it's a big part of our education that we don't teach basic economics and how things work. 888-528-2557. Larry in Irwindale, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. 
Hi, Pastor. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome, I'm the Larry. one that says to put the uh, homeless on the military basis. Oh, you know what? We had uh, somebody else call with the same idea yesterday or the day before, uh, Larry. Uh-huh. It's catching well, on, well, Larry. Here's the thing. Yep, here's, here's the thing. Uh, our gas prices, fuel prices, and smash and grabs are horrible, but they're the same for the same reason. And the big guy, we go back as far as real estate values. A $30,000 home is now over a million easy. Nobody can afford to have a family. And those are strikers. They're playing catch up. And that's desperation, not uh, not thinking they they're They've got it. Uh, it should be a free ticket. Yeah, that's why I've been sympathetic to the uh, to the strikers asking for more money when you have inflation seventeen percent over the past two and a half years. Well, sure, it's catch up. Yeah, they're trying to get catch up just just to stay afloat. Yeah, and with with the way our economy is, we're being taken down as a nation from people that are greedy. And I've got a saying: What good does it do to build yourself a castle? If in the process you make a dunghill around you, <laughs> well, that dunghill might yeah. keep people out, I guess. But uh, uh, it also uh, it doesn't it really is. make it not much it of a is. nice castle, does it? No, it doesn't. Well, and that's what's happening. Yeah. Only only the few that are getting that wealth, and that's like even wars we're having. People are making a lot of profits over desperation. Yeah, I think you're right, Larry. I want to go on to some more calls because we're almost out of time. I appreciate your calls. He's right about the desperation that, you know, there is when when the economy is what it is and we don't have a grip on what things actually cost and we don't have a grip on what it means when you, uh, you know, our last caller before the break was talking about how the minimum wage increases increase inflation. For sure it does. Just as an example, he said he ran a uh, Montessori preschool at my church. We had a preschool and just the $15 an hour minimum wage increase which wasn't just for hourly wages. By the way, it's $30 an hour if you are a salaried employee in California. And it is that alone increased our costs by something like $150,000 in a preschool that was only for 50 kids. Just that alone. And what do you do when you run the preschool and your costs go up $150,000? You do the only thing you can do is you raise prices on the parents who are putting their kid in there. That's it. That's the only thing you can do. And that impacts them. Then they have to go ask for a raise because they can't afford the the childcare for their kids. And their employer might give them a raise, but then they got to raise prices on all of us to cover the raises that they got to get. See, that's how it works. It just arbitrary raising of salaries or arbitrary, you know, spending of money or different. It's it just comes back to hurt you. In fact, I think a lot of our our inflation right now is because of all the COVID spending and uh, the big, huge spending of the last few years and all these bills, because you can't just throw a bunch of money out there. You know, all of us got a bunch of money from the government. Remember that during the COVID? You've paid it all back now in increased prices. You've you've received nothing. You've paid it back and more, and it's actually hurting you now and me now. 888-528-2557. Julie in Anaheim, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, thanks for taking my call. Hi, Julie. I'm calling about the um, Pfizer yeah. striking. Mm-hmm. I'm a nurse. I work in surgery. It's one of the higher-paying portions of the hospital. Kaiser nurses get paid a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And we were all joking at lunch today about 
how they strike and they're spoiled little brats. <laughs> doesn't sound very nice, but it's true. You know, I'm sure there's a lot of inside baseball with all of these, and I, I understand how that works. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway, that's my two cents. I get it. There's still, even with uh, those jobs and your job, we're all still making 17% less than we were because of inflation. So even if they're yeah. getting paid too much as it is, well, you miss that 17%, you know, wherever you are. Uh, and But that's right. another problem is people, some people are paid too much, right, for what they do. That's the other end of it. Uh, yeah. J- Julie, my first job was at Taco Bell for two seventy five an hour. <laughs> two seventy five. That would be a good topic, actually. What was your first pay? Mine was three thirty five at Kmart. Um, yeah. All right. Thank you. More than I. Yeah. Thank right. you. Thank you, Julie, for your call. Uh, that was five cents over the minimum. Also, they bragged about that. Uh, Carla in L.A. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi. Um, I was calling regarding the topic of did we fail our kids yeah. by, uh, by training them properly. And um, even though I'm not a mother, I do feel like there is the training part of it that never happens. So kids are um, have their hands out at every, at every step of the way. And um, also addressing the fact that there are so many helicopter parents that goes in and do everything for their kids that they handicap their kids and they, the kids really don't know how to function because everything is being done for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, I, which, I, is, which is very, which, which totally handicaps them. I think it's all connected too, right? All of these different things, it's kind of in the same way we are not raising, and this has been a long time. I think this has been going on a long time. We're not raising people with a realistic view or expectation of what life actually is about. I believe that. Yeah. And uh, we've, We've got to go back to that. Thank you, Carla, for your call. Uh, Real quick, Oscar, just a few seconds. Oscar in San Gabriel. Pastor Scott, love your number one show. Thank you, Oscar. Hey, uh, I was going to say congratulations to Larry, and I think Donald Trump should hire him as being his advisor because, yeah, what he said about throwing all these homeless people to the uh, world will be perfectly Oh yeah, he calls once yeah, in a while with with that idea. They, they, these people, these people know already that that, that the government is going to feed them and everything. Especially right now, that Zelensky came and asked for money. Let's give him them all, and yeah. that that that's going to make him change. And Zelensky is going to be even happier having homeless people over there holding yeah. arms. Oscar, I'm about out of time. I got a hard break coming yeah. up. Thank you for calling the Pastor Scott Show. It's uh, I think it's all part of the same thinking that doesn't work. Even with the homeless people, that it's getting worse because we are not. We are not dealing with the realities of what homeless people need or how to prevent homelessness in the first place. All right, this is the Pastor Scott Show. When we come back, a new border wall is being built. Uh, We'll talk about that uh, as the Pastor Scott Show continues. Stay tuned. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.